I'm a producer. Hip hop or like electronic music is usually what I tend to do. This album is more hip hop focused. It's like uh, lots of features though, because uh, I don't really sing myself or rap. I I produce a track, right? So I just do like the instrumental. I have few artists that I that I either I know personally or that I've found from like looking around, like uh, sing or and do vocals on uh, my tracks. All right. So what's your primary source for finding your artists? Currently, it's uh. Sound better. I've been using because uh, it's just like a really, just really easy. Like you just go on there and just contact whoever. Like after you like give a couple previews to the tracks, and you're just like, oh, I like how you sound. So ask well, you just can hit them up and hit then them reply. Up, yeah. And All right. Much, yeah. Have you had any bad encounters? Anything sketchy? I have had bad encounters actually. Yeah. <laughs> I've had I've I've had one encounter where I sent someone a song right, and then they'll just like they completely dissed me on the song. Right. <laughs> they like they're like yo man, I have to sell my soul to be on this song, and I'm just. Like, bro, like, yo, you just say that you don't want to do it, man. Like, that's fine. Yo, I feel bad now. Like, I'm asking you to sell your soul to be on this track. <laughs> yo, man, people throw so much shade. All right, so how did you feel when you um you got your artist insight back from um, Spotify when they did their year in review and you saw that you had over 11k streams on Spotify and you were in over what about 74 different countries and you had about 6,500 listeners like did you do you keep track of your stats or was it a shot to you? Um, I'm kind of like since I'm like super like small bit small I like I check every single day just to see like. Like who listens to like my tracks or whatever i always hope to have like a uh, much larger fan base than i have because it's it's pretty small if i'm mm -hmm. gonna be honest with you i mean i would like there to be more people listening to my music because i think it deserves to be listened to by like at least everyone should like give it a chance you know yeah i hear you I but you. yeah i thought it wasn't bad for this year i mean i i think so hopefully though 2020 is gonna be the year you 2020. Know, i think this project is gonna be the one to like you know breakout to do well yeah it really catapults you to where you want to be a hundred percent okay are you just um limited to music production or do you um dabble into a little bit of rap or anything honestly when it comes to like if i'm in like uh like album mode which i pretty much am all the time like i go from one project once one project's done i start thinking about what i'm gonna do next right i i almost start working immediately on the next thing in my in about in a previous ep i did some like vocal work like i can't can't really i don't think i sound good on the track most of the time but Sing like j cole <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah a little bit yeah but you know if i feel like sometimes just like inspiration comes and like if i'm like editing or like i'm just like messing around i end up doing my own vocals for certain things it's usually not like uh me rapping a complete verse but it'll be like little vocal samples here and there mm -hmm. within the track it just varies most of the time though it's just like uh writing a song and then like structuring it out and then like mixing that's usually what i'm doing mm -hmm. most of the time okay okay that sounds dope that sounds dope you're more on the back end of kind of thing yeah i guess it really depends on the the project because there are some like producer curated like albums like um if you ever listen to like uh jay dilla oh uh, yeah of course yeah man. yeah yeah like you kidding me <laughs> guy's a legend yeah like he's in the donuts like 
like that's just it's just instrumentals like the whole way through right true 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 and it's amazing project like most people in any career right you know you always got your doubts and your insecurities did you have that kind of um like moment where you would start to pursue music and then you're just like ah, maybe it's not for me and then you're like you know second guessing yourself I mean, every day, man, like you make a track, sometimes you release it and you're just like, oh, well, this isn't blowing up the way I wanted it to. And then you're kind of like, oh, should I keep doing this? You know, no one's really hearing my stuff. Some actually major artists feel like this. Like one of the artists that I was, uh, I'm a big, pretty big fan of, like Chris Calico. He was going to quit, like the late lead is going to leave his label and everything like that because he thought that people didn't really buy with his music. And like, I feel that way sometimes, but you know, I enjoy making music. So mm -hmm. I figure if I keep putting it out there, eventually you know maybe it won't be like a million people will i will have like a million fans but i'm pretty sure someone will get some enjoyment out of it mm -hmm. and i mean that's good enough for me to keep to continue it's like if i stop what am i going to be doing anyway right yeah now i feel you man because in life you never really have like a plateau there's never that moment where it's like oh i've made it i can relax now you know like you always have to be pushing striving you know technology is always changing so you always like gotta adapt your music with the times kind of a thing you know so i feel you on that because um you know artists like wale right they feel like people don't really give them the time of day and you know we always hear them kind of like you know yeah. talk about and voice their insecurities too right so i hear you on that so you did mention that you stick mostly to hip-hop and uh, electronic music but are there other like um i guess like more experimental fields you're trying to dabble in like you try to mix it up with like some country music like recently or <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh not country but a um i do some soundtrack stuff like every once in a while like i make a uh i'll make like an instrumental that's mostly that sounds like something you would hear in maybe like a video game or like a movie uh i'd say all my stuff is pretty much like not really it's hard it's kind of hard to like pinpoint it or put it in like one thing it doesn't really sound like if you said like artists that sound similar to Triple Static, it's like, well, there isn't really anybody else that sounds uh, so sound you got similar. your own kind of niche. Yeah, which makes it kind of difficult too, right? Because it's like if someone says they're a fan of like I like if I'm looking for people who I think will like my music, it's like, well, I can't say if you like this, you'll like my music because it doesn't really there's nothing really to, it doesn't really sound like anybody else's stuff. Nah, I feel, I feel, I feel. So if you're, you're kind of like a pioneer in a sense. I mean, hey, I wouldn't give that. I wouldn't. I wouldn't give myself that. <laughs> kind of credit that's like that's something that like the audience will have decides. to you, yeah. yeah what kind of influences went into project one like um what emotions affected this album so there's like a couple albums that came out that um i'd say kind of well i wouldn't say inspired because like i'm not really it's hard to explain I'm not really inspired by like an individual person really when it comes to music because i kind of start like i'll just start writing something and then it might start as one idea and then it, it itself will evolve into something completely different right than maybe what i intended mm -hmm. but uh last year i listened to uh kids see ghosts that came out and i thought hey, that was that album was dope yeah i thought it was like one probably one of kanye's best projects yeah agreed. which is surprising considering like the last album was okay before that but it was like yeah he was kind of it was like all over the place it was like experimental but it was yeah. like it wasn't like uh it wasn't a lot of solid tracks like you could it was an interesting project but yeah still, I, hear you. I feel you yeah but when this came out when that came out it was like seven songs and every single song 
was just like boom, boom, yeah. boom, boom. And it was just like no bad tracks. Yo, okay, let me ask you, what'd you think of the song where he featured um, Pusha T on it? You know, the one that goes like, I can feel the love. Oh, yeah, the da, first track. Da, 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 da. <laughs> Yeah, that song, okay, so when I first played that song, I was like, yo, what is this? <laughs> and then I played it again, and I was like, yo, the song is genius. <laughs> because it's like, it's so, it's so high energy, it's like so high energy. It's like, it doesn't need um, necessarily like a lot of like lyrical content. Like the opening with Pusha, the verse was great. And then it just gets like, I uh, feel the love is such a strong hook. Mm -hmm. And then with all the yelling, there's like so much stuff going on. I thought it was like... Yo, I lost when I first heard when the second time I, when I started listening to that song over and over again, I just lost it. I was like, that song is genius. Yeah, man. I actually um played that song for another of my friend who does music. Cause me too, like I first had the experience of like, yo, what the hell is this? This thing is whack. But then um when I played it for my friend, he was saying that he was actually on beat when he was doing the whole like da 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 da. Yes, yes, on beat with that. Yeah. I remember it's just like I don't know it's just like it kind of I don't know it kind of reminded me of like some of the stuff like Michael Jackson used to do on some tracks but it was like I don't know it was just like usually Kanye is a lot more uh he's usually calmer on tracks mm -hmm. on, mo on most songs until recently and then he's just not like wilding out on tracks <laughs> like I didn't it's not something that you would expect him to do like other yeah. artists I could see doing it like Tyler the Creator you could see him do something yeah like yeah Tyler the Creator I could see him do something like that but like when Kanye started doing that I was just like yo this is just like <laughs> yeah and even the artwork for that album was like mm -hmm. amazing and I was just like I don't know how that project the fact that in that same year he released five other, mm -hmm. yeah, it was, like, it was like, and like two of them were like amazing. Mm -hmm. It's just like, yeah. Okay, I don't want to like dwell on this out al one specific album too much, but I have to admit, um, I believe the song was Kid Cudi's montage where they sampled Kirk Cobain's um, montage of Heck, the yeah, like, yeah, guitar yeah. riff. That I thought that was genius. Yeah, that song was that was that was Kid Cudi's like. I don't know, like, uh, like singing on that. It's just like, I don't know. It's like, it's, it's captivating. I don't mm -hmm. know. It's just like great song. Yeah. Five. Okay. So, um, as you were uh, talking, so what else, um, you know, affected you in the making of project one? Um, well, I was like halfway, well, Igor that came out, like uh, I mentioned mm -hmm. Tyler, the creator, oh, okay, yeah. Igor that came out. I thought in my opinion, that's like the album of the year like there's no other project that can even like i can't think of a project that touches it like not even close like nothing Kanye released a project this year no what well, wasn't that good um chance released a project nowhere close. yeah i hear you yeah doesn't touch it nothing like it is i i the moment i listened to that album i was not a tyler the creator fan like i didn't really listen to anything he put out like at all like i was i just like ignored the guy pretty much mm -hmm. and then i heard um the intro uh to, to the album on like i don't know if it was like an ad that popped up or but it was like a one minute video and i just pressed it i was like shoot like this looks cool like yeah. it looks cool like the video and i pressed it and then i heard it and i was just like i heard the synth line coming in the beginning and i was just like yo this is probably gonna be album of the year and then like i went to the concert i bought oh, it you on, went to the, oh yeah you went to the I concert. went to the concert i bought it on cassette you bought on cassette yeah yeah he had he was selling he had cassettes yeah that's i'm like really into that too actually like now if an artist released an album and it has like it's on cassette i buy it on cassette mm -hmm. so 
yeah, it's like, it was a fantastic project. So that inspired, uh, maybe you won't hear it like when you listen to the project, to my album, but it's like, it was what I was listening. It was, it was a project I was listening to at the time mm -hmm. when I was uh, working on it. Uh, I feel you, I feel you. Was production budget a factor? And um, did the duration of time, like the, you know, your timeline, would you want to complete the project? Were those factors? Artists are expensive, like just to pay for Like you want anybody to feature on anything. It's pretty like expensive. Well, the production works all me, right? So I don't really have mm -hmm. to. So it's just like so that's not that's not. I don't have to budget that in. That's just time me working on it mm -hmm. and everything like that. that that's kind of difficult though to time yourself because you can end up working on a album forever. Like if you don't, it's hard to be like, oh, I'm done. This is it. You always be like, I could fix this. There's something wrong here. At some point, you just have to be like, yeah, because you just have to release it. Mm -hmm. like, you just have to release it. Like you'll never be satisfied with it. You, every time you listen to a song that you make, you'll always be like, I could have done this. I could have changed this. So you just have to set a deadline for yourself and then be like, okay, I'm going to release this. Yeah. It's kind of like when you write an essay for any type of class, right? Right? Yeah. Similar idea, right? Yeah. So it's kind of like art's done when you reach the deadline, right? Mm -hmm. I feel like it's never, I've never really met a true artist, but when like they're paint, like if they're, whether they're a painter or anything, they're like, oh yeah, this was done. And I, you know, I finished this. It's kind of like, oh, well, the deadline happened and here it is, you yeah, know, yeah. or you'll end up working on it forever. Yeah, it's like a work in pro constant work in progress, right? Pretty much, yeah. Okay. Kind of escapes, you know. Mm -hmm. Just talk about your progression as a artist. Like, what have you learned during your tenure as a producer? What I just mentioned a minute ago about like never being done. Like, you'll never, whenever you release your own music, you'll always see it as like completely different than when than anybody else listens to it. Like, when you listen to someone else's music, you're like, oh, this is perfect. This is amazing. But I guarantee you, when they listen. To it all they see is like mistakes 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 mm -hmm. mistakes and more mistakes so i kind of have to uh for me i have to work on things as like just deadlines like i just have to put a deadline and be like mm -hmm. well if it hits a deadline i release it i mean there is a saying that like if you release something bad like it's bad forever but you know <laughs> but like but like a if it's delayed then it's good eventually but you know at some point at some point you just have to be like this is what it is mm -hmm. or you'll just keep scrapping it redoing it so i, I think that's the like most important thing okay all right guys we're gonna take a short intermission to preview one of the tracks on project one the first preview track off of project one uh as a follow-up question who are your musical influences you know as like you expand your lexicon of uh musical preference are there um any aspects of their musical stylings you know as they change and as they evolve as all artists that you try to emulate so there's about i think i'd say around three artists like now like that are kind of i'm taking a lot of inspiration from i want to be 
death grips because they have like um they're hip-hop but it's like a lot it's like really like alternative they should do a lot of ex different like experimental uh stuff with their track um it's like uh it's, it's, it's a lot of noise it's like really like abrasive right so it's kind of like i don't know it's kind of like what i kind of like aspire to do in a way because it's just like i, I don't know when you when you put on one of their tracks it's kind of just like it's a it's more of like an emotion it's weird it's weird to explain it's like it's like a state of like mind like you're like you're you're you're, you're feeling it's like not a stream of consciousness kind of thing no it's like if you felt like an emotion but like this is the sound that so that like emotion. Like butterfly, kind of. Ah, uh, pimp. No, not like that. Not like that. Like any of Kendrick Lamar's. I'm just trying to find something to relate it to. Um, I don't know if you've listened to like. If you listen to like other like noise hip hop artists, it's kind of like clipping. That's a genre, noise hip hop. Yeah, it's like noise is kind of like where it's like where like you you kind of challenge what is music mm -hmm. and what is just like well it's noise right. So one well, for like the band like clipping, they had a song where the instrumental was just like alarm clocks and is they it were like harmonizing. Massive attack. I haven't or I don't know that. I think I think if you listen to Massive Attack, I think you would um relate them to them. I would say like have you listened to like Earl Sweatshirt? Mm, not really. But you've like heard some of his tracks, yeah, right? I've heard some of his like it's kind of like a similar like it's not similar styling, but it's like a similar like idea, right? In terms of like Oh, uh, Danny Brown. Oh, okay, yeah, Danny Brown. Yeah, I've like uh, a few of his. I, if you listen to like, um, what it was, what's the last? Not the most recent one, but the one before, like uh, Atrocity Exhibition or something like that. On that album, it was like. Uh, that album has like a lot of like noise hop elements to it. It's like very mm -hmm. experimental. It's like uh, it, it's, it's it's different. Like you have to. It's it's hard to ex it's hard to like explain. But yeah, so with Death Grips, it's like a lot of like electronic elements. A lot of they're like a band, right? They're like uh, like a rapper, a drummer, and like a producer, mm -hmm. right? So it's a lot of like it, they're pretty like wild, especially like on stage and everything like that. They have a lot of presence mm -hmm. in a track, and I try to take a lot of I take a lot influence from like everything that they make mm -hmm. uh, especially recently because they've had like some of the best they have some of the best projects like i think last year was probably one of the best years for music in my opinion because everyone released great projects that mm -hmm. year. yeah i've also been listening to a new artist that i found pretty indie called machine girl okay. and it's just like um it's like breakbeat right and it's just like a lot of really fast drumming and everything like that and i kind of like the style of that so recently that's kind of been like it's not like something that appears on this album but it's like what i've been what i like kind of might add elements of mm -hmm. in music Down the future road. yeah okay and uh you said uh, there's another artist. oh yeah and of course like kanye right okay of course kanye right because uh, uh i've been a big fan of his for like a little while like he's really some good projects mm -hmm. like my beautiful dark twisted fantasy um kids ego Mm -hmm. that i mentioned and the college dropout yeah their graduation yeah yeah those are all great projects that i like all the time what do you think of the current state of music today in particular hip-hop 
I was kind of hard to pinpoint because it's like uh, music isn't really what it was like, I'd say maybe like 20, 30 years ago, where it's like Hell no. the radio is basically all there is, mm -hmm. right? Now it's, in my opinion, if you could think that music's bad today, it's just because you're not looking for music, right? You're just listening to music that randomly shows up on the radio. And you're I like, agree with that. Like you can find anything. Like there's no way through the vastness of the internet that you couldn't find something you like. Mm -hmm. There's like millions and millions and millions of artists. So I think hip hop is, it, what's happening now is that a lot of artists that are popular are kind of like vapid, which I'm kind of disappointed in. Yeah. Like they say that they're only rapping or making music for the money. There's no mm -hmm. passion behind it. But I think it's a uh, pretty big issue, which like we're kind of like losing the culture and everything like that because all our major artists are like not really in it for the music, mm -hmm. right? They'll just do something because it'll make them a lot of money. And then that's, that, that's really it. But like uh, even the radio, though, like people say it's just like the same thing over and over again. Well, if it's the same artist, right? But like we have tracks that have been inspired by like dance hall now mm, on yeah. the radio. There's like you have like a lot of R and B that's like pretty much different. I mean, if you listen to like like we have Billie Eilish, and then you have like The Weeknd, which are two completely different styles, right? That's popular right now, Agreed. and they both come on like the same top forty, mm -hmm. right? That's not something that you would hear. That's not like the same very that you would hear years ago mm -hmm. like before all you would hear at one point is just disco and that would be it yeah or uh -huh. you would be just like it just be pop or just be r and it'd be like all the exact same genre mm -hmm. in the top 40 but now we have like whether you hate popular music or not like you go from a dj khaled song one place and then oh uh a post malone track comes mm -hmm. on and then um maybe you have something by like uh like the weekend or or billy eilish or even like uh, a few artists that like I like recognize by voice, but I don't actually know their name. And it's just like it's I I think I think there's a lot of very I think there's a lot of variation. Even though it's I think it's I think music's it's it's in an okay place in my opinion. Like hip hop's in an okay place. Like you can find like you don't think the sh the ship is sinking. I mean, hey, if you don't like what's if you don't like the artists that are currently popular, the majority of people, if they didn't, they could just listen to something else. Like, no one's required to listen to the radio. I mean, how many people don't just put what's on their phone mm -hmm. on anyway? Yeah, and I mean, look at... Um, What's oh, Rockhampton? They never had any music on the radio, and their album was number one on on, on Billboard. So it's like, yeah, I don't really think that. Um, I think we're fine. Like, if people just play what they want to play, you know, I think we'll be music rap will be all right. You know, I I never actually thought of it in that light. I just saw, like you said, you know how the mumble rappers are becoming more pervasive, and the guys who are just in it for the money. And I'm just like, oh man, damn it. But that's what people are listening to, right? If if you don't want those people to be popular stop playing their music in your car like mm -hmm. if you if you really genuinely do not like mumble rap then why are you playing <laughs> why <laughs> then why why are you why are you guys listening to it so much you're like oh this artist is bad blah 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 it's like well either well which is also true like music's listen being listened to on a global scale now right and as much as we'd like to keep hip-hop as just like you know in the black community there's more of everybody else and mm -hmm. just than there is of us just by numbers if you yeah. want to be a worldwide uh, like artist like you want to be 
a huge like a Drake, right? You can't be just like if you only made music that only appealed to a small minority, because that's what we are. We're a small group yeah. of people. You'd have maybe like maybe you'd have a million fans, but that's pretty much that's as yeah, that's the as, only scope. Yeah, uh, you can't get any bigger until you start. I don't know talking about or singing about stuff that other people like. Oh, maybe someone in Brazil can relate to, mm-hmm. or someone in like Mexico, or you know, like that's why it's. I think that's why mumble rap's popular, right? Because there's not much to it. There's nothing. It's not talking about any specific thing. It's just like a bunch of general so ideas. So like, yeah, like you can put a mumble rap song in like a movie for like from like any race, culture, whatever, and it's just like it doesn't say anything specifically political. It's not offensive to anybody, right? Yeah. So it's just like no one's gonna be like, oh, uh, oh, this Migos song and being here is like I can't, I can't watch this movie. <laughs> I don't, I don't believe in what they believe in. You know? Yeah. No one's gonna say anything. So it just, it just plays. It's like you can put it on at a party. No one's gonna say turn that off or have any offensive thing to say about it. It's just gonna be like, oh, it's a song mm-hmm. that's at the club or whatever. It's, it's kind of like I'd say it's like white noise. Yeah. Or like, uh, it's like how you don't see like the Mona Lisa just everywhere. It's only in museums, right? It's like one of the best paintings, but like you walk through like any building and there's just like you know white paint on the wall because it's like no one's gonna complain about that. Did not think of it from that aspect. So this interesting point. Well, I think I'm in a bit of a different league myself because I always love lyricism. So guys like J. Cole, the Fugees, Kendrick Lamar, some Rock Kim, some Eric B, some a little bit of Gangstar, you know, like and uh, of course more locally Shad Cabango. Um, you know, like these guys always get me because and even Chaos, you know, I can't leave them out. Because <laughs> uh because uh you know the lyrical content, you know, I don't really just listen to music for a beat, but I find that on a broader scale, a lot of people just like how it sounds, so they listen to it. I mean, the most important thing about music is the music part of it, right? And I find that a lot of artists, although they might have something to say, they pick, they either they don't focus enough on the actual like music aspect of it, right? People will listen to what you have to say. Like you could be saying literally anything on a track that's if it's like if it's a if it has a good beat or you know whatever people like you can say the most political thing and people will still people will still uh bop it like uh if you listen to um king kunta right that's why i got really popular for a little while and even like all right yeah and mad city got popular because there was the music was good right and that's like and people seem to forget that when you like make music it's like the music has to be like part of it mm-hmm. right like you can say like I, I know there's like some rappers like eminem tends to pick like for example picks bad beats sometimes and it's like oh yeah he might be like saying all this lyrical stuff like like if you listen to rap god like it has a lot of like it shows off his like lyrical skill, right? But like musically, it's just like you wouldn't really listen to this. Yeah, agreed, agreed. I feel you on that. Yeah, like even like a couple artists that like I love, like I used to love like Tech Nine and whatever. It's like they had like like you see a lot of skill coming from them, mm-hmm. but you don't feel it like in a musical sense. Like it's like oh this line was dope, this line here was dope. Oh what he's doing with his flow, that's so cool. But then when you like listen to it as like an actual like song like 
I feel like people listen to hip hop a little bit differently, a lot of hip hop heads, than like, let's say if you were a fan of like rock music and you listen to a rock song. I feel like there's like a, a kind of like a, like you, there those two different types of people listen to music differently. So like when it goes to like the popular crowd or like, you know, mainstream, mm -hmm. they still listen to songs like their songs. Like if there's not, if you can't sing along to it, right? Then it's like, or there isn't like the, the hook or the chorus isn't like super catchy. It's like, well, although it's like musically excellent, it's not like musically like it's not like as musically as inclined as it should be, mm -hmm. right? I feel that's a that's a fine line to walk, and I feel like few artists get it right. I think Kendrick gets it right. You know, yeah. I think like um. Outcast, yeah, Outcast, Outcast definitely, yeah, Outcast got it right, like especially like if he doesn't, hey, yeah, there's like a whole bunch of stuff. We're talking about a whole bunch of different mm -hmm. stuff yeah, on that, right? That sounds actually pretty deep, man. Yeah, but nobody notices because right? it's so no, disguised it, over that like pop. It's so of. like it's the music itself is so like it's so catchy, it's so good that it's like no one's getting bogged down by like but the, what mm -hmm. the actual message is. Yeah, right. So I think it's like it's important to be like when you when you're working on a song. I feel like it's more important to have a good song than to have like oh a, just the verse is good and that's it you mm. know all right guys we're gonna take a short intermission to preview one of the tracks on project one looking for the targets yeah you gotta quench that thirst I've been praying for the one that hits your vision first I got a question here from one of our regular listeners and he his question to you is what do you say the challenges are uh, in being a music producer in the modern age and more specifically with so much music and the resulting short attention span well the biggest issue is that there's so much there's just there's, there's so there's so much other music to compete with right it's like literally anybody can start making music and people need to be able to find you right like it's not even about like it's not even necessarily about whether your music's good or bad it's just like well where are you right like people don't go it's Music isn't like um, TV shows. People will be like, oh, I need to find a good TV show. And they'll look for new TV shows. Mm -hmm. Nobody says, well, the majority of the population says, I need to find more music. They just replay the same thing that they yeah. have in their discography over and over again. Like people, That's me. Yeah, you'll see people who are like um, in their 60s. They're still listening to music from the 60s. They're not playing any new music. You go into their car, they play like Queen. It's like Freddie Mercury said they're still playing the same yeah. thing. Like, you know, I still play Michael Jackson all the time. Mm -hmm. that, that's my music's been that's around forever that's the issue is that people don't like aren't really looking so you have to kind of um you have to get in the people's face right like you have to somehow make your way into their spaces into their spaces so they like either accidentally hear your music or they somehow come in contact with you so like they'll put your song on and then once they like one thing then they'll go they'll look into you right yeah, look well, more. so that's like one of them i'd say the the most difficult parts of being like a artist uh now and i say actually creating music is also a lot harder today than it was actually creating any art is a lot harder today than it was um years ago because we have a lot less downtime and uh the thing that made like art or blossoming artists or whatever is being bored like mm -hmm. having absolutely nothing to do just being like oh like there's literally nothing to do so you just make art right because that's what people used to do it's like but now it's like consistently being oh we have to go to work or oh, we have to go to school and then it's like social media 
media, a thousand people are messaging you all the time. So you can quickly be consumed with like literally doing nothing, but like you're still, you just don't, you're not bored enough to actually start working on mm -hmm. your art. Cause you're just like, there's just so much stuff. Yeah, it's like, always go, go, go. Yeah. Now on to some of the bonus content. Okay, so I'm pretty sure you have an idea of what I'm gonna ask you. <laughs> Uh, so re before, well, actually the year's not done. So what am I saying? So recently an artist and you know who surprisingly dropped a new gospel album <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. out of the blue and it's made quite a storm. So what do you think of the latest Kanye West project, Jesus is King? Here's the issue with that. Last year he released two projects, right? He was Kids, He Goes and he released Ye. Kiss He Goes was a great album, but Ye was only okay. It was only an okay album. Every a lot of people only heard that album, so like, oh man, Kanye's going downhill. And he and before this album came out, Yandi leaked. We had like a bunch of leaks of songs. I don't know if you've heard any of them. No, I actually did not. Now that album, that leaked album was amazing. It was literally probably I listened to it and it was better than it would have been an album. It would have beat Igor for me if that was what we got. That leaked album was what we got, but we didn't. And instead, we got Jesus. Now, the issue I have with the album is that some of the songs were on Yandi already, right? But they were. Yeah, the, the leaked album, they was leaked, right? Well, well my last for words. Uh, so it was like leaked on the internet, like his songs. No, okay, even, I, know that, the, I yeah. know that they were leaked, but I'm saying I didn't know that some of the songs on Jesus King were on Yandi. Yeah, yeah, they were. But they were better on Yandi. So when they, so when he revised it, like basically before he, so basically, you know how he became Christian, right? Yeah. So he like changed lyrics and stuff like that. Okay. So, so we heard the before and then we heard the after, mm -hmm. right? The after was so much worse, like than what, than the songs you already heard. Uh, I see what you're so, saying. So, but it wasn't just like the lyrical content, like is this, I'm not even getting into that. It's just the, uh, the beats, like, um, the last song, uh, what was it called? No. Oh, no, the last uh, song is like um, an acapella. Yeah, but the thing is, that song came out first, right? And it was honestly the best thing I ever heard wait, at wait, the time. Wait, hold on, you're talking about the Jesus Lord song? Uh, no, no, not Jesus Lord. The one with hold on. with um, um clips. Put, with yeah, with clips. Oh wait, hold on. Let me see if I can. I forgot the name of it. Uh, uh, use this gospel, right? Yes, yes. It was originally called Law of Attraction, right? And that was when I heard that, I was like, yo, this is a Officially, the best song I've ever heard, like like by Kanye, like at Are all. Are you talking about from Yandi, Love Is Attraction, or are you talking about Use This Gospel? Um, Love Attraction. When I heard it the first, when I heard it originally, right? Okay. And and then it came out right, and I was just like, we need the song, right? We need the song, <laughs> and it came out on Yandi, and it came out on Yandi, right? And like I was like, yo, push it, push it, and be in the whole clips thing. That was dope. Yeah. Right. That was I was like, yo, this song is still it's an all right song still. Wait, hold on, hold on. you gotta break it down for some people because i don't think some people know oh. what uh, clips is okay so clips is basically like um well they'd have to know what push a t is right well yeah but people, yeah people know push a t because you know he's done his solo stuff whereas his well, brother's kind of like he has his solo stuff too actually yeah but, but you know what i mean like his yeah brother's i guess kind of, um, so basically i guess no no well ma no malice and push a t they were together as like the clips and they broke up because uh, malice became a christian mm -hmm. and push obviously he's yeah, still yeah. he's he's still not so he has his own so they both have their own thing going right mm -hmm. and they came back on this 
on this project, on this song, which was so cool because you never thought, because he literally said there's never going to be another Clips album. Yeah. There's never going to be another Clips song, right? And then that happened. So that was dope. The thing was, is that the beat, like at the end when the drums came in, yeah. you were like, yo, this should have been the whole song. True. And But it just ended that way. And if that was the whole song, I'd have been like, this is killer. Now, the law, uh, the law, uh, law of Attraction, there was like no lyrics. It was just him like, it was just Kanye just like basically like yelling and stuff like that on the track. Because it was just like, it was like, uh, it was like a demo, right? It was just him like, mm-hmm. right? But it was so good. I was like, yo, this is, this is, this is amazing. And I was like, I want a finished version of that. And I was just like, oh, okay, I'm kind of disappointed that, that I didn't get that. And a couple other songs that didn't make it were just like, like I remember Ronnie said, everybody wanted Yandi, but Jesus did the laundry. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, but I feel like he should have, um, he should have taken this time when, like, when he changed, when you changed and you wanted to change the topics and everything like that. Mm-hmm. I figure he should have taken his time to make um, a better project instead of rushing this out because it feels like he rushed the project out because everyone was like, "Where's the project you said it was gonna be?" Yeah, you know. I, I, that's the initial feeling I got when I listened to it fully. I'm like, it didn't really sound entirely fleshed out. But I think part of it is not entirely the music, but the message, right? Yeah, it's also it's the message. And like, how do I put it? Like, this is a guy who was on um, TMZ talking about how he was on opioids, and some guy was cussing him out, saying, <laughs> "We we believed in you for Chicago." And then he's like, you just gotta love every, you know what I mean? Like, so it's kind of like the whole buildup of it because you're watching this guy who I, I guess I wouldn't say was because he still is a great artist, but he was having like this kind of like King Lear moment where like he's losing his mind and Whoa. you know, like you're watching See, him crumble. <laughs> But, but then I mean, the thing he about- comes out with this album and he has like a change in, um, you know, like perspective on life and, you know, like a newfound faith. So it was like kind of like the whole like um, accumulation or culmination, sorry, of all. You know what I mean? Like, but the thing with it, though, is just that I feel like even now, Kanye's been saying the same thing. Like, it's just Kanye's really bad. I don't know. It's a combination of like the interviewers and like. The fact that Kanye's really bad at like delivering his ideas, like in in, in interviews. <laughs> but like what he's he, he's been saying this, he's been on this for a while. Like if you actually pay attention to his music, yeah. he's been on this for a while. Oh yeah, cause, yeah, um, because yeah, because like college dropout when he had the song. Not just Jesus Walks. I mean, no, I'm not talking about Jesus. I'm not only talking about Jesus Walks, but I'm talking about like Ultra Light Beams that came out on yeah, yeah. um uh, the Life of Pablo. The the name the Life of Pablo yeah. has to do with uh yeah Pablo, Pablo. The, yeah yeah Road so, to Damascus he's been on this for a while so it's not like it's not this isn't what like surprised me if you like paid attention to his music like yeah, an exactly, average yeah, person yeah. you would have been like yeah this is kind of obvious he would have yeah, gone in this direction. In direction he's had Kirk Franklin on yeah. tracks like it's my my thing is though it's just that like he did a movie the movie was good right mm-hmm. for the album but the thing is it's just like I, I, f- I feel like he should have he should have taken more time to uh, work on it because I don't want people to have the perception that oh once you go Christian oh, it sucks, sucks. Yeah. everything sucks you should have spent more you should have released an album that was just as good as Kids See Ghosts this year he's doing Jesus is King too right with yeah. Dr. Dre yeah. which is going to be interesting because two producers on one is yeah. going to be interesting I hope that's good I just don't want like I just don't want him to just start releasing like oh mediocre music yeah like, like all of a sudden everyone's like oh we'll see this 
is what happens when you start making Christian music. Well, the thing is, I watched like the Dead End. Like, I don't know if you watched Dead End Hip Hop, right? Where they review music and they're just like, "Oh, see, this is what happens when you go Christian. Come back to the dark side." Sorry, and it's just like, well, like, like you don't. I don't. I don't want people to view it in that light, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I want like, and we don't really have a Christian artist that's like releasing like amazing music mm-hmm. at, at this point. That's just like it's like undisputable. Like that this song is like it. Like you have like okay artists. Like the like, crazy yeah. okay, but it's like it still feels like watered down. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I feel what you mean. Like so, like I, I wanted like this one song that I thought was really good was like Follow God. That was a good song. Yeah. Like regardless, like every like that was a good song. Too short though. That's the thing too. Like all these songs are too short. They're like well, you did, it didn't feel like it felt like cut in half. You know, mm-hmm. or like they just started and then ended. So I hope the next project's good. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Well. I don't know. We'll see how it goes, man. But um, I I listened to like a little bit of his stuff from Sunday Service, and I feel like that stuff, like the choir music stuff. Yeah, that's good. You that's know, that's good. good. So you know, maybe if he incorporates a lot more of that onto the next project, Jesus King Two, you know, it'll help like pick it up. But then it won't be fully like a rap gospel album. But like, who says it needs to be, right? Yeah, it doesn't need to be. It just needs to be like I don't know. Yeah, that was a weird thing too. But you know, I'm thinking he's probably like it's not just that. It's just he's He's probably like really busy if you really think about it. like he has two kids no is it two is it like four kids i don't really keep i don't, up, yeah, I don't know i don't know i don't know man like he's like buying like huge amounts of property like yeah. he, it's like he's, he has his own fashion like, he just seems like busy like and yeah. he's not putting music as like his main focus mm-hmm. or whatever so you got this like i feel like the album was like halfway done and then he's just like you let me redo this whole thing in a week it feels, it feels like a parody album of the album he already had that's what it feels like and the thing too that makes it funny is that chance had an album before that was just as bad <laughs> it, was, it was worse and then and it's just like and only talked about on it was his wife the entire time and yeah. then it, it just makes it feel like everyone in like the good music like camp is just like except for pusha Push is just releasing like great music, but like everyone else is kind of just like, like what's going on? Well, I guess those guys too, they got a lot of personal stuff because of course with Chance the Rapper, um, people were attacking his wife a lot, right? Yeah, so like it kind of makes It was sense. funny though. It was, I was, it was pretty funny though. Like, did you hear like the, the meme song? It's like, oh, I love my wife. <laughs> yeah. It was, fu- it, it's funny. But it makes sense that you you know like they would double back a bit in their music production like i get it like you got a family man that's like that takes a lot of work you know so like they can't be what we really want them to be right but my thing is like if you can't release then just don't release a project yeah i hear you you can like make like these guys are like multi-millionaires right they're making money in other ways they don't have to release a project if they do not feeling it mm-hmm. right and there's no reason to like dilute your career with like 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 Lil Wayne kind of did that you know he had great projects but he kept releasing music after music after music and it's just like there's so much of it that there's like no quality <laughs> one two three four five six it's just all over. He has more than that, you know? Like, he has, like, uh, I'm not a human being. <laughs> I'm not a human being, too. <laughs> like, all these random mixtapes, like, dedication, one, two, three, four, five. It's like, yo, man, chill out. It's like, it's like you have, like, a decade worth of music. Yo, Tech Nine does the same thing. It's like, yo, man, has, like, three albums a year. It's just like, yo, chill. Like, I don't have time to listen to all this. <laughs> 20 songs on every project it's like relax like you don't have to like overload us with all this stuff man oh man that's why i love the seven song thing because i was sick and tired of these 20 song albums 
I was like, you expect me to sit here for like two hours listening to this? <laughs> uh, so bad. Or they have like 50 features on one song. It's like the beat's just repeating over and over again. They are just like, oh man. It's like, it's like, oh man, like, yo, you don't even know who this guy is. It's just like, it's just like, yo, it's like one of the features is like the guy at the restaurant is like, it's like he's eating a burger, like he's like a chef. It's like, yo, it's been a yeah. <laughs> uh, it does feel like that sometimes. I remember the Racks on Racks remix. Remember that? Remember that song when they came out? It's like everybody and their mom was on that song. It's like you couldn't find a rapper that wasn't a feature. Like even the underground rappers were on there. Like I don't know who this is. <laughs> oh man. And I find it too. It's like it sounds like sometimes like one artist will try to change it up, and they'll start singing like a whole other song on top of that song. <laughs> Or they'll like insert pieces of like their songs, like their hit songs onto that song. And it's just like, <laughs> it's like you're entering another dimension. <laughs> oh man, don't kill me. <laughs> but it was funny because we pulled over, we're like driving uh, the car in front of us. We, we think or whatever, we saw like this guy like hit, hit like the girl like inside his car. Oh yeah, yeah. Right, ever so we're like we're chasing them down, right? And then like they pull over to the side, and like I guess like my dad looked at the other car, it's like, yo, we're gonna pull, we're gonna we're gonna pull this guy over, right? Yeah. Whatever. So they pull this guy over, right? And he's like in his car, and then his girlfriend's like beating him <laughs> up, right? And then he's like trying to leave the car. He's like, yo, it's like, bam! If you're not not safe, get out of the car. And then she's like. Call the police, call the police. And this guy is trying to leave the vehicle. I just like pulling him back in the vehicle. And we're just like, oh man. <laughs> was not, was not, was, was like, I don't know. We didn't know what to do. So we kind of just like, like, oh, well, I guess we just have to leave him there. <laughs> okay. Oh, that was rough. Brampton is a weird place. Like you run into like all sorts of things in Brampton. That wraps up our interview with an up and coming producer, Triple Static. You can check him out on Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat. Um, do you have Twitter? I don't have a Twitter. Gotta say, I don't think anyone that. uses Twitter no more. Well, people use Twitter, but it's like so toxic now. Like once you get on Twitter, it's just like yeah. And then of course you can find him on SoundCloud. Can't forget SoundCloud. Of course, Spotify, Apple Music. All that. All right, guys. There you have it. Oh, album comes out in January. Um, there isn't a direct date yet because it hasn't been submitted. But uh, January, you know, look out for Project One. All right, guys. There you got it. So 2020 is a new year and new music. So you can catch Project One on Google Play Music, Spotify, and of course SoundCloud. All right, guys. Have a good one.